Welcome to Strange Tales from the Space! I, apparently, I look like a luchador now with this tank top on, so I'm gonna go with it. And it's balls hot. Welcome to Strange Tales from Outer Space, episode 36. It's so hot here right now, I can't believe you, you made me turn off my AC for this shit. <laughs> with me, as look always. At all the cares I don't have for your problems. <laughs> so if you didn't hear that voice, you're going to hear it more in a little bit. This week we have four of us. And to kick us off, we have Clover. Here. Say hi, Clover. Hi. <laughs> we have Krug. I'm Krug. And we have Indigo. Hello. Now, Indigo's voice is a little recovering from meeting a Granok in the back alley somewhere in Thadefest, so he might not be talking so much this week. As for yeah. Krug, how was your week this week? Um, My week wasn't really great. <laughs> uh, so that's, you know, whatever. Stuff happens. Uh, I haven't really had much time to do much of anything this week, so you can just skip me. That's fine. Just, okay. Just, we don't need to get into that week. Just well, <laughs> well, Clover, how was your week? Apparently, you're still snowed in in the inevitable cold hell that is called the East Coast. Yeah, well, when you're starting with a good, like, six, seven feet of snow in the high drift areas, it's going to be here till like, May. I, I found one spot of grass on my front lawn and made the mistake of stepping on it and you know like how a sponge when it's completely full of water and you squish it that that is the state of our land right now oh that's nasty it's really gross i but i can see the road again and spoiler all the roads are crap because (laughs) now have you actually been told to wear to wear chains on your tires just to get around town or they kind of gotten that most under control uh no, they're kind of just like, hey guys, there's a lot of potholes and you're going to have to wait for them to be filled. And there's like one particular road that I have to drive on sometimes that's just, you would think it's in not a first world country because that's how bad it is. And it's been that way for like three years, so I don't know what I pay taxes for. It clearly does not go to the roads. <laughs> Oh man, that's brutal. It's I was just mentioning before the the show that how ridiculous this world is in right now, where she can be wearing a sweater and drinking a beer that's probably frozen in her hand with eight feet of snow outside, and it is the exact opposite here in California where it turned March first, it rained for three hours, and then it's been a hundred degrees since. This is bonkers. <laughs> anyway, uh, Mr. Glassthroat, how is your week? Uh, well, my week was good. I, I I finally hit that that hump of like the level like twenties in Wildstar on my my warrior, and I just kind of blasted through thirty, and I'm already at forty forty two, uh, and so and I'm like less than a bar away from forty three. So I'm super excited about that. I just like Ooh. literally, it was just like super. It was like two three days, and it was just straight through, and I made it. It was great. And then uh, on Thursday. I woke up and uh, I had tonsillitis, so that sucked. So uh, I'm I'm slowly getting over that nonsense. I, uh, funny yeah. story, funny work story. I don't know if you mind that I tell this. Oh, uh, go for it. Indigo and I were not at work, both of us, on Thursday <laughs> for different reasons. And Indigo's reason was that he was sick. And so Indigo's girlfriend, who also works with us, tells you know explains to the people there why he's gone. She doesn't know why I'm gone. So they just assume that I 
left work to go take care of Indigo, <laughs> but his girlfriend stayed there to, like, work, and it was, apparently they were making fun of us all day. Yeah. I don't know if you would heard that one, but... I, I, I heard that one. They're and, like a uh, weird version of JD and Turk. <laughs> yep. I'm okay with that. That's a Which one story. uses chocolate bear? We're not doctors. Who do you think's chocolate bear? It's not me. I'm chocolate bear. <laughs> I want to make chocolate bear. I'll ship it. <laughs> so uh yeah i i missed work on thursday then i uh woke up uh friday and felt hell of a lot worse and ended up going to the the emergency room on friday got a shot in my ass and uh some medicine. and then he went to the emergency room hey! <laughs> sorry okay <I'm> done. Right. <laughs> um and then uh, yeah, I did that. And then I can't remember what I did Saturday. Oh yeah, I went up and visited family on Saturday. And and t- all day today, uh, I was hanging out with Fade Fest and uh, tweeting out like a mother effer. Uh, tons of screenshots. We'll tons. talk about that in just a little bit too. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, yeah, had tons of tons of fun with that. Uh, what about you, Doc? Uh, well, I finally got my real life for the most part under control. The last two weeks have been kind of crazy, and I haven't really been able to do anything. Um, I love getting stuck in traffic from LA to Orange County, so I've missed out on streaming this week. So to blow off all my speed and to relax from the crappy tweets I had, I went out to see my parents. My mom sees heads high to me 20 minutes later. You want to go gamble? Let's go gamble. I want to go gamble. Like, let's go gamble. Yes. Well, that's what what I thought was. Okay, I'll take a beer and go gamble. We go to uh, the nearby uh, casino and she comes out with like 400 bucks. She goes, that's it. We're going to do this. Let's fucking do this. And I'm sitting there going, I'm, 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 I'm poor. I, I, got, I got 40 bucks in my pocket, and uh, we'll see what happens. Because I broke even in Vegas. Maybe that luck will rub off here. If you break even, you're doing better than a hell of a lot of people. I didn't break even yesterday. No, I did not. I, I've wasted half my money, and I realized this is not a good idea. So I walked away. I went to say hi to my mom, and she goes, don't talk to me. Don't talk. Just walk away from the machine right now. And I'm like, what's going on? And my dad looks at me and goes, she's been on a roll for the last 20 minutes. I swear to God, if you talk to her, I'll punch you in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and like, she must be on some kind of a roll. She ended up walking out with like 700 bucks. What? Yeah. Good for her. Right. So then, my <laughs> so then we, uh, I spent my time down there. I came down this afternoon. I hung out in Fade Fest with you guys. And we're going to roll right into that for the strange tales of this week. Fade Fest 2 literally just ended an hour before this podcast. Did you guys? It was, ha- it was fun. Doc so Pizza fun. Racing. I'm going to put that out there. What? What? The Doc cheats at racing. Well, I did not <laughs> cheat at racing. Oh, okay. So a lot of us got a chance to catch at least the latter half of it. I came on with the fashion show. And I believe Indigo hopped on as well. And I think Clover had been around for most of the day, I think, too. Um, I've been watching most of it on Twitter. I got stuck with some extra work for Sunday, so I couldn't be there in person for most of it. I, I got up at like 8 a.m. because I have to take my medicine. So I just kind of was on Wildstar all day long. I hung out with uh, with uh, Quantum Radio. was doing a little dance party there. I was a part of all of the roles. Didn't win a single thing. But I don't care. I have there were a lot of people there. there were a and lot. before we get started, if you're curious as to what it looked like and, and looking at it while we're talking about it, head over to Twitter and look for the hashtag FadeFest2. Is that what it was? Uh, just FadeFest. Yeah. It was just or, No, it was just FadeFest. Yeah, Fade okay. Fest so the just look for hashtag FadeFest. And like, I know Indigo and me were tweeting photos like crazy, and I know a bunch of other people were too. So if you're curious, head over, take a look, 
see Krug's sexy character being all sexy? Yeah. See it Indigo's was... like scary, dorky-looking character hover-handing Wonder Woman? It's like <laughs> <laughs> Twitter. It was yeah. really cool. I think we we sat and watched the um, the the fashion show, and I personally they so they basically split it up in several categories. They had RP style, so your your costume had to fit somewhere within the Wildstar universe. You had best costume, you had best duo costume, and then you had a few other random ones. Uh, other than the few trolls we did have, I thought that went incredibly smoothly. So I wanted to shout out to Doom Kitty from Black Dagger Society and Black Dagger Society as a whole for putting on all of Fade Fest 2, the festening. Uh, oh, yeah. It was they super cool. I've never heard Fade Fest 2, the festening before. <laughs> <laughs> it was super, super cool. Uh, I personally thought my two my favorite submissions from the fashion show were the, uh, the Street Fighter couple. It was mm, Vega and yes. Cammy. And they won best yeah, duo. That was awesome. And my it personal was well deserved. Yes, it was. I was. I sat there and I went, "That's not. You could actually do that." And it goes like, "Yeah, you can do it. Totally." It, you, they pull. It looked just <laughs> like the characters. It kind of like messed with me a little bit. And the two, the two Chippendale dancers. <laughs> the two, the two Chippendale oh, spell slingers. They walk out. They 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 turn on their glow effect and then they start quick drawing. So you just watch your fingers go pew 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 pew, and they start dancing right there. It was. <laughs> Awesome! I don't know who they were, but it was freaking hilarious. Yeah, I think I tweeted a photo of that on Strange Tales because uh, that was hilarious. Yeah, it was it was really good. That was easily wasn't. hands down my favorite duo. So they didn't have much on, but it was just perfect choreography. Like they hit it both at the exact same time, and they just choreographed their 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 rotation and, and uh, emotes. I was just uh, all as a whole. I was just excited because there were so many different like costumes. Like it, even people that weren't in the costume contest still had some really great costumes. I mean, there was a dude that looked like Iron Man. There was a dude that looked like Bumblebee from Transformers. I took, oh oh, yeah, I took photos with all of these people and and posted them on um, on on the twitter account that um that i posted it, it it was a ton of fun the roles were great everyone was there was having fun the only thing i didn't participate in which was the murder mystery uh and that was because i got a phone call and i had to go do with that so i didn't get Lame. a chance to yeah well I'll you know go. a needle through my mother's hand kind of Kind of oh, made. We are going to talk about that. And just so, just so you're all aware of context, I'm just going to post the image up really quick on the uh, stream. So, <laughs> oh, it's why? not safe for work. Joking. Please don't. Please Joking. don't. It's, it's gross. It, yeah, it, it was crazy. That's a story we don't have to reiterate. Be careful with your sewing and/or embroidery machines. <laughs> yes, just especially for machines. They're stronger than you. Yes, it's true. And, and they don't uh, care. Oh yeah, yeah. Buster <laughs> Casey. Buster Casey and uh, Sunshine showed up as well to help judge it. And like any yeah, good, awesome. like any good stupid fans we are, we sat there and snuck in a paparazzi photo before they had to go judge, because we're lame <laughs> yeah, like that. Judges ever. And it was pretty damn funny. Speaking of sunshine, we actually did get a shout out on uh, on the uh, on the live stream on Tuesday. Yeah, it was Aww. awesome. Which surprised I, I, me because we're not exactly a family friendly podcast. No, no, no. So I, I have to point this out because we were talking about this before Doc came on, which is uh, something you guys don't know about Doc is that he is a self-deprecator to the nth degree. Like, How do they not know that about Doc? Just, they know that about Doc. 100% they know that about Doc. Some of the viewers might be new. Just Okay, fair enough. So Doc, Doc's like... Like we heard that there was a zero to fifty, you know, shout out, and Doc immediately went on the VOD to watch it, and he's like, um, "Oh yeah, we got like a sentence. It wasn't really that much. It was I wasn't upset it was with it. He wasn't. No, I will admit he was happy about it. It wasn't that he was upset. It was, I was just super more like happy. 
just like meh, whatever. And so then Krug gets on there. He's like, well, I still want to see it. I still want to see it. And Krug's like, what the hell's wrong with you? They spent like five minutes talking about us. Like they were like talked about STOS and they talked about Q times. They just like plugged everything we've ever touched. Yeah. In, in my defense. I only saw the one part of the line. So I was totally wrong. They they actually <laughs> talked about us for quite a little bit, and I was super yeah. happy about it. it but awesome. the fact that they do the community shout-out in general, I absolutely love. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good I don't care if we're ever shout-out in the first place, but like hearing of people that are doing RP stuff, people that are doing housing stuff, I freaking love that. And to respond to Cadium, or not Cadium, um, Sunshine, whenever you want to come on, you're more than welcome. I may have already started harassing her about it. <laughs> Operation Pester continues. Which, by harassing, you mean asked her very politely with a you're very long here, stick, right? Right. I did. I didn't. I. I this is what I sent her. Uh, I sent her. Hey, uh, I'm going to shoot you an email begging you to come onto the show. <laughs> Fair enough. So, I mean, that as professional as that gets, I guess is uh, where. <laughs> and then let's finish Don't off. <laughs> let's finish off the Thade Fest talk with the last part of the the day, which was the saddle saddleback race 1000. Um, so that was hilarious. mistakes were made <laughs> mistakes were made but winners came victorious you're right winners did become victorious and i just want to point this out just so i can get it all out there before you know these three start you know going off with their whole like blah 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 i won <laughs> that's 100 percent clear to everyone in attendance i was the winner this is like golf where like the further back you are the better oh, right yeah I, I was literally Apparently. the last person to get there uh Honestly, though, that was really fun, and uh, I want to do it again because it was really enjoyable. So it started off in Tremor Ridge, and they were they laid out the rules very firmly. All he said was, look, you have to make it from Tremor Ridge and Algarok down to White Vale by the uh, Exile um, taxi pad by White Vale. You can't use taxis, can't use, pup, can't use pots, can't use Illuminous Equivar, and go. So I think no, we no, all... no, 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 no. It was all right. Everyone ready? And everyone's like, yeah, 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 ready, ready. R, 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 R. And then they're like, all right. They did a ready check, and then everyone said ready except but... for Clover. <sighs> how yeah. many? How many people were in that raid? I think it was like thirty some odd racers. I didn't realize you guys were going to give a crap about this. Neither <laughs> <laughs> did I. But apparently that's what we're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, sorry. Keep going. I just wanted to give her shit for it. Yeah, <laughs> cool, whatever. So. Hold on. And maybe I can make this like into something funny. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I put up the dock is late symbol over Clover's thing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, keep going. So we all take off, and all four of us realize we're never going to catch up to the pack. Actually, Clover and I did really well. We were in the top five for like more than half the race. Well, and the worst part for me is I apparently had hit enter, and so I was hitting the W button, and I was talking in chat. Instead of moving. <laughs> so that was great for the first <laughs> section. I've done that so, so many I times. Like, I was like screaming, no, no, no. And finally I started going and I was way, way back. But I quickly passed Krug because he still hadn't gotten his <laughs> – he hadn't hit 40 yet. So he didn't have his level 40 speed boost. So he was like immediately like, well, F this. <laughs> like, I really wanted to take a taxi, but I didn't. <laughs> it was and pretty awesome. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, I held W in chat. That was, yeah, I pulled a pappy, as uh, Kate <laughs> says. <laughs> and, and, and Clover and Doc were, like, in the in the head pack, like, the majority of the time. We and were neck and neck for the majority of that race. Up until, like, <laughs> up until we just got into White Vale, 
And all of a sudden, there's a giant waterfall. We're like, oh, crap, what are we going to do? So we had to do this like, oh, quick this maneuvering. Oh, why everyone's on hoverboards. Why didn't we think of this? Yeah, we sat there and went, why are we the only ones on normal mounts? Oh, that's a waterfall. Oh, that's going to kill us. Yeah. Oh, my God, we're going over the waterfall. <gasps> oh, shit, we're alive. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Somehow we both managed to not hit the water because we are incredibly skilled in that way. So Yeah, yeah sure, you can say that. So yeah. I, after... Leave it. After I started going, I hit the number lock key, which is the auto run ability. So I was just holding shift to, to speed up, and and I wasn't h- hitting any other buttons. And so I was hitting shift, and I was moving around. And I, they're screaming about the waterfall in the water, and I'm like, oh, I got this. I'm not worried about it. I pass them. I pass them. Get onto the the uh, the hover the the transport where we're supposed to be, and I go to hit S, so I stop uh, running, and nothing happens. I'm smashing S, and I look down, and again I'm in freaking chat for some damn reason. So I <laughs> slam the enter button, but because I had a slash somewhere in there, it was expecting a command. So it was like error, 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 and it wouldn't let me hit enter. <laughs> so I had to, like, slam the, the back button, like, until the whole entire thing deleted, and then... Control-A, homie. Huh? Control-A? I wasn't thinking. I was in a race. <laughs> I was in a race. So and he so, likes to think he won. No, no, what really I, I happened lost. was I, I, I beat Krug in that scene. Part. That's not true, but okay. I, I ran back, I ran back, jumped up on there, and everyone has already done the slash bow thing, which is what you're supposed to be doing to, for the win. And uh, yeah, I uh, I got my ass kicked. Yeah, and I think Clover and I were like a half second off on the on the bow. It yeah, could have gone either way. It was pretty pretty close. We'll have to do that again sometime. But uh, that was. We all, we all know that Krug was last, though, right? We all just, agree on just, just so we iterate that. He was first in his own mind, and that's <laughs> the only thing that counts. <laughs> so we're moving on to the rest of the strange tales of this week, and we've only have one thing to talk about, and, and that's uh, that they've changed the the main color of the game from blue to purple. Right? That's yeah. We decided to go full strain on all this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the only that's the only piece of news that's happened this week. And then somehow somewhere on the Wildstar website, someone said, "Oh yeah, drop five. Here you go, Invasion yeah. Nexus." Boom. No freaking warning. Actually, the only warning we got was a, a slightly early um, a Wildstar Magazine issue number six, where I opened it up because we got interviewed on it, which is really really cool. And a yes. shout out to the yes. Wildstar Magazine guys for being yeah, really we'll post awesome. A link to that for sure. And uh, it just said, hey, guys, Operation 5, Invasion Nexus. What? Yeah, it was awesome. And we are not even going to be able to come close to covering everything. Uh, stuff like the patch note summary that's already come out, it's already on PTR, is able to, you're able to look at. As well as the class changes, we'll probably go over those next week. Since those are more in-depth, and there's a little more in them than just normal. And I know we've talked about class changes before, but this yeah. seems like... a not the right place to talk about it because we get so much other stuff happening. Actual additional content. Mm-hmm. Uh, first and foremost, we know what contracts are now. Yay! Yes! Finally! <laughs> they have only been teasing since the release of the game. Inception if, of the game. If not, if not sooner than that. Like, oh, I thought it's beta. only been since before like, anyone knew Wildstar was mentioning that. Yeah, like before Carbine even existed, there was a dude and he's like, "Guys, contracts." I'm like, "What's contracts? Ah, oh, you gotta wait." Not even that. He just said, "What's Wildstar? You'll see." (laughs) It's like the aliens guy from History Channel. It's just contracts. Yeah. So the way contracts are working, as we know right now, 
there are six possible tiers of contracts. And obviously, the higher up you get, the more difficult it's going to be. Level one probably looks like it's going to be a repeatable style contract. And whereas rank five or six are most likely going to be tied to uh, the group questing that happens in some of the higher end zones. And uh, actually what they're doing, instead of just doing a simple pass-fail system where you pass the contract and you get your reward, you're actually graded mm -hmm. on how well you perform. And obviously, just like the new point system for proto games or for the upcoming uh, all the upcoming stuff, the better you perform at your contract, the better chance at loot you get. Um, that is what differentiates it mainly from normal questing. And that's pretty much all I've really seen. But then they also said, hey, we're going to have PvP contracts. Yes. Which they didn't really show, or we haven't seen yet on PTR. They're, they're, what they're, they're, the contracts in them are stuff like kill the mass carrier six times. They're, they're, they're repeatable, <laughs> small things that are are in, in, in PvP specifically, which yeah, I think so is awesome. we can finally encourage people to play Walatiki properly. Yes, exactly. Oh, my See, God. But I really hope they don't have things like kill any player ten times in order to get your contract done, because then people won't go for the masked person. Let's go for the closest person. No, I, wouldn't, I, think, I wouldn't mind. I, like, like, as long as they're objective-based, I'm totally down. I'm yeah. not it looks like all of them are objective-based from yes. what I've seen. So yes, far. yes, they absolutely are objective-based. Uh, they look really interesting. Uh, Moose got, did a pretty good uh, run-through and was checking them out. He said that he was working on one of them, and it took him a couple days for him to get the reward, but the reward was way worth it like he he was really digging it he really loved it there was a bunch of visual changes as well which i think were awesome uh but we'll get we'll get into that a after we talk about the uh contracts yeah so I, I thought originally when i saw the contracts i'm like oh it's just another quest system but it really is the point system and how well you perform and i'm gonna assume that if you're able to get some of the harder upper level contracts that done with groups that'll be added to your score so that's going to be really cool. And like I said, I'm just glad Clover pointed that out, that with PvP being more objective-based, you're going to see more defensive uh, maneuvers for, for masks. You're going to see more groups running around for Daggerstone. You're going to see people freaking queuing. Yeah, which is awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about all of this. I mean, there was also, I mean, since we're talking about PvP, I guess we should talk a little bit about the PvP changes that they're, that they're actually, that which, they've been talking about. Which are... They are finally doing the um, same faction PvP matches. Now, that yeah. doesn't mean a mixed faction, guys. Some yes. people have mentioned that, which sounds horrible. Yes. Wait, this... why would... No, why would you do that? No, no, they're not doing mixed, which is <laughs> some, great. It, some it, people have said, is... oh, you should just mix the factions together no. and put them in no. two teams. No. 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 no, 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 no. Mind you, mind you, this is going to suck if there is, like... Let's just say there's five Dominion characters that are trying to get into a PvP match, but there's, you know, 20 Exile characters trying to get into a PvP match. So now you're going to get 20 people playing over and over and over again on the Exile side. But the Dominion characters are still getting SOL until they get a total of 10 people, and then they can mix into it. That kind of sucks, but... With these changes and all of the things that I've been seeing, the massive increase of players that have been coming back to the game, the amount of people I've been seeing just leveling around on Exile and Dominion. Like, it's crazy. I'm running around and I'm like, with the little like uh, bar that's at the top that says uh, local players or players near you, near you, seeing the more Dominion characters has been making me so excited. Like, it's usually outnumbered. It's like one other Exile player, but there's two Dominion characters. I'm like, yay, yay, that means there's going to be other people to play with. <laughs> 
Yeah. See, I've seen the opposite. I've seen far too many Exile characters now than Dominion, and I had assumed that it was yeah. mainly because there's a lot of people in in Fade now on top of just the just the housing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've really not seen a whole lot of Dominion players right now. Well, I've been leveling a lot lately, so ah. I've been, that that's the thing is I've been working on my warrior exclusively to get to fifty, and so in leveling I've been seeing Dominion characters. So I, I think that's probably why I'm seeing a lot more Dominion characters than you, maybe. I, that might be the case, and I've also been a little absent lately, but I'm glad to get back into it. I'm almost yeah. tempted to just go back on my Dominion dock more often now and play sure. around that. Hmm. Sure. So mm. we have that out of the way. There's a whole bunch of awesome stuff happening feature-wise for Drop 5. We talked about contracts, talked about same faction PvP. Now we have a new thing called collectibles. Yes, which, by the way, by the way, uh, Kadium, uh, I don't ever want to play poker with you, ever. <laughs> I just I just don't want to play poker with you because last week we're sitting here talking about pets, talking about like things that we would like to collect in the game and how awesome it would be. And what do you do? You're like, oh, let me know what what things are you interested in collecting? What you know, we want to take your opinion and not a freaking peep from you. And then that was Sunday. And then what do we find out? What was it? Tuesday? We're Tuesday. Like, Tuesday. We're like. Fucking a guy. <laughs> Can I show you guys my Cadium impression from last week? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Just a Mr. Burns fingers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because the whole time we were talking about pets, or as we were talking about Elmos, I should say. Uh, uh, I forgot about that. No. The whole entire time we're talking about pets and how it would be awesome to have pets and blah 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 and sure as not sure enough, what do they talk what do they announce? Fucking pets. God it's mm. And not even just pets, there's a new thing called toys. But going back yeah. to collectibles, there's an interesting little tweak in there. If you look at the collectibles tab, and I'll put the link up in our chat as well, it not only I, shows you I have you, it right here, I'll oh, put it up. Perfect. It not only shows you, you know, what mounts you have unlocked and what pets you have unlocked, but also shows you what you have not collected. Yes. So if you're a completionist, that is the best thing. Ah. And, yeah. If you really want to know what's out there, and you really want to be that kind of person to have everything, that is what you're going to really enjoy. Because then it doesn't tell you where it's at. From what I can tell, it just tells you it's there. It does not. Yeah. Yeah. You can just see them all grayed out, but it doesn't look like it actually does anything when you click on it. It just shows you like this is a thing that you don't have. Yeah. If you, if you click on the, if you click on the, the. Um, pet that you're trying to review it will show you what it looks like in full 3d rendering uh but it won't tell you but it 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 just won't show you um it just won't show you where or tell you where you find it that's it yeah and then there's with along with the pets and and new collectibles for that you're also going to get toys now it seemed at first glance that why wouldn't pets be in toys especially because some of these toys (laughs) sound like pets like the angel and jack shade toy since what they supposedly do are kind of following you around, there there actually is more to it than that. Some of them are actually interactable objects like cauldrons or spaceships, and they'll do things as you interact with them, supposedly, at least according to their description. Yes. They do, there's no pictures yet of them, but there are tooltips on them. And so it's just stuff like, hey, if you click the cauldron, it'll uh, f- like boil around or something. If you click the flare, you can throw the flare. So you're like throwing out fireballs at people to catch. And throw back and forth. And some of them have, I'm going to assume, portals? There's some that say something like, uh, it's a door that leads to somewhere? And that's all it says in the tooltip. Is it a random portal? Because that would be the best thing to troll people. I kind of hope it is. I kind of hope it's just like the manhole from your plot. 
and you just click on it, and all of a sudden, boom, you're in the middle of, like, fucking uh, Malgrave, and surrounded by, by hell. <laughs> it should be, like, it should be, like, a scientist thing, but with a longer cooldown, so as to not negate the scientist path. And then, you know, your tooltip over, it says, portal to fade, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> While you're in the middle of White Vale, Malgrave, Grimvault, whatever. That'd be pretty funny. It's like an unstable uh, Chua transporter toy. Inside the Globellum, that's where it should be. That'd be funny. Clover, was it you that was saying that you saw was it time travel running around uh, PTR with uh, yep. with yeah, laser he tag? Had, he had a laser tag gun and was running around with it and said that whoever, if I guess if more than one person has it, whoever shoots somebody ten times wins. Supposedly that's how it will work, but he didn't give us any other details like where you find it, when it's coming, <gasps> nothing. He's just running around Fade on PTR shooting people with a laser tag gun that no one else can have. I want it. I want it. I just I want it now. Like that's absurd. Oh, See, the part God. that you don't know is on his screen. The uh, so the entire right Wildstar interface, Doc. You <laughs> little oh my is what Doc was doing in his like. I'm all flustered. Oh, I've got the vapors. Technically, it's heat stroke, but that's <laughs> not what I was saying. Move on. I don't remember what I was saying. So what you're basically saying is, if we get enough people, there can be full on Wildstar laser tag. Can you? Can someone just I, I recognize? I cannot confirm or deny how many people can be involved in this game oh, with laser so tag. <laughs> Although the the funny irony is, you're playing laser tag in an era where spaceships and lasers are actually fairly common. I just want to point that. So I bet. making it into a children's toy is completely trivial. Exactly. No, no that, that makes sense. We've got we're in a day and age that has guns, and we give our children fake guns. It's true. True. Boom. Boom. But lasers. You know what, son? <laughs> so there's a ton more stuff about this that I wanted yes. to see if we can go over as much as possible. And uh, Clover, you are big on housing. What is some of the new housing things wait, that you can see? I'm sorry. I, sorry. I, I forgot. I'm not to, to Indigo, why you got to interrupt me? <laughs> why you got to cog block a person, Indigo? Why you got to cog blocker? There was one more thing I wanted to point out to you guys about the collectible um, pets, which is... Uh, when going through all the pets, I noticed that there wasn't any Krug or Doc pets, but there were a couple Indigo pets. I'm just throwing <laughs> that one out. You mean by that? There well, were Indigo pets? What do you mean there were Indigo pets? There were pets with the name Indigo. I'm just saying. Indigo is a color. I what, don't care. Do you know this? I don't care. I exist. I'm in the game. You're not. Mm. <laughs> I, I need to find the carrot and all of the so living vegetables. Just do a little middle finger and point it straight up for me. That would be great. If you could, please. Wait, wait, let me do it better. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was my one. That was my one thing. I, did, I, 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 when Moose was going through the stuff, he, I was on headset with him, and he was sitting there going, "He's like, oh my god, there's an Indico pet," and I was like, "What?" Like in my head, I immediately got like self-centered, of course, and I was like, oh, "No one likes you that much." And then he's like, "He's like, yeah, there's a couple of them because they're Indigo," and I was like, "Oh, well, I'm still gonna bust Krug and Doc's balls about it." No space taco <laughs> truck, don't care. Yeah, you you can have your. Space taco truck. I'll get my indigo stuff. More I guess. importantly, <laughs> about the space taco truck. Clover, what's okay, going Chad on? Chad is getting concerned that we're not actually talking about wild star content. <laughs> so maybe, Fair point. maybe we should stop flipping each other off. Fair point. Fair point, Chad. Fair point. So what's going on with some of the new housing stuff? What isn't going on with housing is a shorter list. Um, we got our new ground options with drop four they've added two more for drop five so if you would like a fully strain themed plot because who doesn't uh you can have that you can also have 
far side, which is great because I may or may not have an alt that I based off of Sailor Moon and I'm going to have my goddamn moon castle and it's going to be great. <laughs> I have to see this character when it's done. It just that, sounds too funny to be true. She doesn't really look like it. It's just I put her in the Raiden costume because that's the closest thing I could get to be kind of dressy. And if I RP'd her, that's what I would do. But that's a very <laughs> minor footnote on this. Um, more importantly, we got uh, doors and arches and a couple of other uh, neato building blocks, but they only came in Chua and Granok textures. Now they've been added to be in everybody's texture. So you got the exile wood, the Oren stone, uh, the draken. Theirs is also kind of stone. It's like but a it's stone like rock thing. Yeah. 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 So so all of the every cylinder, half cylinder, curved wall, blah 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 blah. It's in every race and every option. So you just have more things to choose from. They also have more glass that has a uh, purple tint and a red tint in case blue and green was not enough for you. Yeah, I'm kind and of more not partial to that green. I like the red and blue better. Yeah. Well, more important than all of that, we've been saying, hey guys, it's so cool. You can build a hoverboard park on your housing plot now you can really build a hoverboard park on your housing plot because there are ramps and half pipes and what there's like 90 some odd pieces that are basically just designed to say hey guys make a racetrack make a skate park let's do the thing didn't they like decide to implement this feature on a live stream didn't somebody in chat on live stream say like wouldn't it be cool if you had like little skate park pieces and then everybody on the stream was like yeah that's a great idea this was like way back in beta and then Stephen Frost was like, Ugh, what you guys are witnessing now is called feature creep. This is when devs get really excited about doing something in the game that nobody's been talking about at all. <laughs> kind of like when Doc talks about stuff that we have. When Doc talks about anything that's content creep, like, I'm going to make this piece of content. Doc, you just told people that you're going to do that. Now you have to do then, it. Then we have to follow through on it. This is how it no. works. Fight no. <laughs> Club, anybody? No. <sighs> Damn you. Get out of here with your good movies. Hey, <laughs> you watch movies? No. Tony, Tony's oh still God. waiting for his Predator review. It's been thirty. <laughs> it's been like twenty episodes. Where is your goddamn Predator review? I know he listens. Oh my God! Do. No more, more. <laughs> Keep going. So we got a, a, a. As always, the UI is constantly being reiterated, and this time with Drop Five, the new challenge UI shows up. The idea is to make it easier to read at a glance while you're completing it, to be able to see where your standing is on it more accurately than than currently. Currently, oh, much better. Yeah, oh god, if you look, uh, we're going to put the, the link in just a little bit. But Ooh, Link is there. Link is there, and what it basically does is it just drops down from the middle of your screen, at least on default, and it yep. gives you a nice, big, fat star. And, and a little, and a little, like, and it, the star itself starts off as bronze, which is the first level. And the and reason... It, it builds up. Oh my god. Yeah, and the so reason why nice we're kind of freaking out about it more than we really should is that that's a part of the UI that really seemed very alpha-ish. It was just a bunch of text input fields and tiny icons you can't really read. And me being a designer, I'm always pissed off at it. And everyone else being other players were like, I I don't really understand this. So kudos again to the art department and the design team for making the game much easier to read off the bat. It sounds very minute and whatnot, but if you constantly are doing challenges throughout leveling or throughout your endgame... It's really nice to be able to not have to worry about it and take your attention somewhere else and just simply do the content. No, this PTR patch, again, we say this every single uh, patch that we've had in the past, which is it's more uh, cosmetic and more uh, like co- not what is what is the, not the cost aesthetically of pleasing. Yeah, it's more aesthetically. It feels more Wildstar than it did before. Like originally, like 
they did a couple changes. They did the challenge, uh, which looks amazing, which we sent the link out. Um, they have a little bar over it that actually shows you how much time you have versus like a, just a, a ticker saying, oh, this is how much time you have. You have a physical representation of how much time you have to complete what you're trying to do. You also have a physical representation to see how close you are instead of just a number. You've gotten five out of the four things that you're supposed to get or you know, five out of the seven things you're supposed to get. Five out of the four. Yeah, I know. That's why I repeated myself. <laughs> it, it looks way, way nicer. And then something that I've been complaining about, I want to say the last like three or four episodes, which is the um, quest tracker, also got a very, very sexy, very cleaned up version of itself. It's – oh. It and honestly, they didn't even really do much to it, but it helped a lot. Oh my they, god! All it, they simply did was made it opa- a more opaque background for it. That helped a ton. Opaque. Well, and That's instead opaque. of instead of having the minimize button at the top of each little section, they put all of the buttons down at the bottom on a single bar that you will click on that bar, and that bar will bring up just those sections. Versus having to scroll through your ta- uh, scroll through your your stuff and go, oh, I just want to minimize world tasks or uh, tasks. Yeah. I want so basically like tabs in a browser. It's- exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's a way, way nicer way of navigating through your quests. It's it really awesome. It feels so much more like Wildstar than what it was. Yeah, you know it's, I mean? like it's cleaner, it's smoother. It's great. It, it sounds. The only thing really... I've seen mm-hmm. mixed opinions on is whether or not the path stuff should be on there. They seem Ooh. to have taken it all out from the Datacron and put it on with the quest tracker, which technically and... works because you can kind of do them as you go, but. Some have said that it might make it a little too cluttered, and I don't know. Since it's its own tab, I don't personally care where yeah. it goes, but I can see why other people are like, eh, it's still getting too crowded. I mean, the Datacron's a good, things. like, lore tool. Like, oh, look, you have this screen that's supposed to, like, represent the screen of an actual, like, piece of, like, technology that you have in-game. This is what it looks like. That's all well and good, but if they're going to take that and incorporate it into another window so that I can have more screen real estate, I'm totally okay with losing that, and I don't see any other problems with it, really. Now, yeah, I'm kind of I, know, I know Moose had a big problem with it, because Moose and I talked back and forth about he it. He also did just say it in the chat. Yeah, Moose, yeah. Moose and I yeah, need and I... two tickets on the ambulance because I kind of feel the same way. I like having the Datacron push off to the side somewhere optional than just having to be where the quests are. Uh, I, I, I don't know why I just do. as well. You don't have to have them up all the time. You can minimize them just like any other quest. So it's just going to be a part of that quest log or not a part of that quest log. So true. And as always, we're just talking about PTR changes. It's all subject to change. And if you have input on it, go to the forums and throw your input out there. It only makes the game better. The only difference between us is that we're obnoxious enough to do it on a live stream. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there, there's one I need to throw on there. I don't know if you guys noticed on PTR. So, you know, if you click on, you know, your button for your tab, it maximizes, minimizes it, which is all well and good of what most people are going to do. And I believe it's if you right click on it, you get a sub menu that opens up and you can actually specify the distance at which it will decide, OK, you're not close enough to do this quest. And it just completely drops it off of your list until you're back in that area again which i think is nice but at the same time maybe it's an mmo thing i have a very bad judge of distance so it's like okay 500 of this unit but what is this unit and your perception of how far something actually is in game might be kind of so i don't know if they might want to it's good for people who really want to micromanage all of that, but I feel like most players are going to be like, oh, 10, I want things to be really close, and then they'll never have any quests up, and it's going to be yeah. a hot mess. And I, 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 I kind of agree with that one as well, whereas I like to know exactly everything I have on my docket. 
regardless it can rearrange mm-hmm. itself based on distance but if it's dropping off and showing up and i'm kind of a completionist in that sense where i want to know where everything is so i can just check it off like a checklist having quest literally pop off without me physically looking for it and untracking it it, it just kind of irks me but I, I can see what they're going for with this yeah it does for me too but of course there's people who are going to you know fall on either side of that spectrum i just prefer like am i in this zone show me everything in this zone and give me like a little checkbox for yes or no on that good done <laughs> yeah now I- i'm curious does it disappear from the map as well or does it just disappear from that quest log i think it's that's- just a quest log uh, because if that's the case i don't care if it just it, dis- it, it would matter. still be in your quest log it just sorry, won't be in your tracker, tracker on yeah. the right I think that's all it does. I'm. I don't know whether it'll still show up on the map or not. I haven't tested that. Because what I do, like when I play, and again, I'm probably not like any of the three of you when I play. But what I'll do is I'll I'll do a quest, and if I'm in an area, I'll do a quest. And I, I notice that I, as I'm doing a quest, I always like move around, and I'm never in the spot that I'm supposed to be in when I'm finishing the quest. So I'll hit the map button, and I I will look at what cl- quest is closer to me based off the map orientation, not necessarily what is physically closer to me because there may be a giant mountain between me and the other quest and it may be physically yeah. closer but i have a straight line to the other quest yeah so, so i'll hit the am go oh no no i'm gonna do that one and i'll go and i'll do that quest versus going to the one that's closest to me but if they if it shows up on my map as a whole i'm cool with that i will go towards that one because there are some quests that i'll leave there that are like five man quests or three man quests that i can't do right away and so i'll leave those on my bar but when I go into the next zone or if I, I exit the area, I don't necessarily need it on my my, my quest tracker. It, it's just nice having it on my map. But again, that's just me and I, I don't – I like that they have that option. Yeah. Which is, it's just cool. It, it's a good option and like I see I, I'm one of those people who are like, yeah, give me all the options. But other people prefer more streamlined. And I'm thinking if it was me designing, I'd be like, okay, only show me in-zone quests or – do not show group quests because I'm soloing today. So I don't give a crap about this five man thing that I can't solo for yeah. whatever reason. But if you're adding because too you're many not menus, expert. I am not, <laughs> and you are correct. But if you're adding too <laughs> many broken. options and check boxes and things, like people are still. I've seen some new people um, in Thade recently when they first get there because, yeah, free trials. We're getting like actual brand new players who are like, yeah, yeah I heard about this game and never tried it, but now I can try it for free. Yeah, the, the system works. And, and the biggest staying. complaint Yeah, the biggest complaint I've seen is, holy crap, I have so many quests, what the F do I do? And, you know, I'm trying to explain to them, this is a world story quest. This is going to follow you through the whole game. This is a zone story. It's just for this area. And tasks are eh, basically extra experience and reputation, which works for most people, but... Yeah, it's the most optional of all quests. A lot of people don't read, and a lot of people want to complete everything, and then they just feel overwhelmed by the sheer amount of stuff that is is there. So, And then you start giving them more options for filtering, which might work but at the same time it just might make them feel more confused and overwhelmed so uh, what do you do it'll be good to see what feedback we get from drop five or sorry invasion nexus we have a name for it now and see how they reiterate it in the future but moving on through some of the stuff uh because of the contracts and because of all the other new vendors and daily questers fade and ilium are getting some enhancements and they're getting new hubs to get it all centralized so you don't have Mm -hmm. to go out and run around and find everything i think it's part of the um 
they didn't physically change anything, but I think it's part of the feedback they got from the city changes and feedback from the from the player base. We also are getting uh, at least one new raid tier. We are getting uh, a boss in the box raid, and we're getting yeah. an adventure. First off, with the adventure, it's called the Bay of Betrayal, and you're going to go into the new uh, level fifty zone, which is Levian Bay. I forgot what the new name for it is. I, I can't Ooh. remember. But uh, in there, the, you have access to the new adventure called the Bay of Betrayal. And we're going to put a link up in the chat about the feedback. Because right now, Bay of Betrayal is not quite done and needs some testing. So if you have time to go into Bay of Betrayal, go there, run it if you can, break it, tell them what's going on with it, and give them according feedback because that will make it better when it finally releases for Drop 5. Starcom Basin is the, the new little 50 area. Thank you very much, Kadium. Yes. No far side. I'm kind of sad, but oh well. Levian Basin's kind of cool, and the fact that both. Well, we're still waiting on Halon Ring, so yeah, Halon know, Ring. There, I can't more wait. out there. Yeah, yeah. more low gravity goodness. <sighs> Speaking of low gravity goodness, if I'm not mistaken, the new raid is called Red Moon Terror, and it takes place, I believe, on the Halion Ring. I could be totally wrong on that one. It's just rumors that are floating around with the Drop Five stuff. But Isn't that where Halo takes place? But on the on the plus side of that, I'm ignoring that completely. I'm serious. On the plus side of that. Someone, I think the Arkship leaked the brand new raid tier weapons from Ra- from Red Moon Terror, and that face I made earlier in the podcast about laser tag, that was the face I, I made in chat when we were talking about this, and uh, they they're not completely skinned. I'm gonna put the link in here right now. They're not completely done yet, but if you like, if you like the Red Moon stuff, if you like the um, what are they called? Frag me. Um, what are they called? Marauders. If you like Marauder stuff, <laughs> wow. it took me a while. Sorry. If you like the Marauders, if you like the Red Moon Terror stuff, and you like just junky skulls and everything, this raids this raid set weapon set looks balls nuts. It is. Uh, I I can't explain it. It's so cool. Yeah, they look really really good. I'm 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 looking forward to the um like Resignators. I'm not a, I'm not a medic, but those Resignators look sick resonators the heavy gun looks like a rib cage that had a flamethrower jammed into it i need to level my engineer right now <laughs> it looks like a marauder <laughs> shoved a shotgun into someone's rectum and just fired off everything but the <laughs> 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 someone what? had to go there that's happy what it looks like that to cannon. happy has to add that to the game that is awesome this is actually just a normal gun that is somehow imbued with the power of the person <laughs> Uh, who died around it? I'm hoping that like the effects for the gun is like a little like a little skull, like a laughing skull, is shot off at the front of it, so it looks like someone's getting shot off every time it fires. It would be so cool. Uh, I, I also need a Mordesh medic for those skull resonators because just because I need it. Yeah, so, look pretty bam. so if you look at these weapons, and I don't know why I think of this is, are they just different parts of the same body? Because you've got the rib cage, you got a oh, hand, yeah. you got oh, a skull. I'm wondering if it is. I don't I'm know. just saying. Mm-hmm. Which, Which those oh, marauders. What, what happened to Mordecai at the end of Skull King? <laughs> he, had, he, had a, he had a, what's it called? The guy from World of Warcraft. It's only a setback. I'm, I, I, I'm fairly certain that Mordecai is coming into that raid somewhere. Uh, but Jesus, that warrior weapon looks awesome too. It has like a freaking knuckle duster on top of the blade. How cool is that? Uh, yeah, and I'm gonna agree with Jazzy. That's a beautiful color. I'm I'm so happy with that version. I actually, uh, if I this actually, was the final skin, I'd be like, damn, that's great. I don't, I don't think they're these finalized. are final skins. I I believe these are pre-color. Yeah, 
except for oh. some of the the metal bits. I don't think they're done yet. Yeah, I think these are just uh, these are just starter. What if I say please? Well, if you get weapon dies, that's mm, true. Carbine can't die weapons though. So, just to keep going with it, we have a few more things we wanted to talk about before. We have, like, 20-ish minutes before uh, we have our little hours up here. Uh, like I said, get your feedback on Bay Betrayal. There's raid weapons for Red Moon Terror. They t- talked a little bit about the new uh, boss in a box called Initialization Core Y83. It's based around the free bots, if I'm not mistaken. You're there to help them because there is a new technophage, I believe it's called. That's going to essentially mind wipe them and turn them into mindless zombies. Cause lore. <laughs> well, do you guys remember the, the subset of quests in uh, Malgrave that had the free bots? Um, yes, a little bit. Yeah, yes. like how I how I learned to stop worrying and love the oh god now I can't remember what it was the um the giant robots that the free bots all kind of started worshiping as a cult for no particular reason. Yeah. And the Freebots what are... What was it called? What was it called? I remember again? the name of it. Is it Megadroid. Dark... That was it. The Megadroids. Yeah. But what was the full title? What were you saying? Is it Dr. Um, Strange Love reference? Yeah. Was... Yeah, it was How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Megadroid or something. That's awesome. The reason I'm laughing about that is Moose and I had a whole entire conversation to Krug this week, or was it last week, where we were talking about that movie because um, Das Moose has a reference on one of his plots to uh dr strange love <laughs> and Krug's like i don't i don't get it i don't know what that is i was like oh, you're killing me i know sorry keep going i apologize for derailing us again um finale i'll answer your question in a little bit because this is a really quick answer but with initialization 83 there was a bit of a confusion about a weird quest line that it's attached to it some people were comparing that to a uh, attunement system to reiterate i believe time travel or somebody else on the forums just calmed the nerves and said look it's a boss in a box it's meant to have supposedly various difficulties the quest chain attached to it to help the free bots out is not attunement it's not part of the old attunement chain as far as we know it might not be part of any future attunement change if they decide to keep the attunement system it is just a small series of quests to get you back into the lore of this thing and trying to get you to understand why you're going in to kill initialization core y83 so yeah, I think attunement was a bad choice of word. It's a prerequisite quest, so you know the story to get in there, but yeah. it's not like, you know, here's this long, difficult chain of quests that you have to do to get a key to get in the thing. It's just, no, do the thing so you know why you're going in there to kill the thing. Yeah. How many times you said the thing, that explanation? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do it all makes so sense. You can explain to the other thing why you killed the first thing, dude. But that's how you help the things get the thing away from but the thing. But it works. Exactly. <laughs> that's true. It made sense to me. And uh, there's two more, uh, two more, uh, two more things I want to talk about. There is now a hollow wardrobe, so now you don't have to actually look around for a PhotoStar employee to help you change your your wardrobe and get yourself set up. You It'll mean like how it was in beta? Kind of, Pretty yes. Much. Right. Except it, for the interface is really. Did you actually open the interface? It's really fancy. I, I didn't like get a chance the, to. The interface is better from beta, but the functionality is kind right. of like beta did so the uh, hollow wardrobe you will note though that it is broken in ptr so you can't go yep. test it but you can go look at the interface yes that's a thing there, there's something that i think is stuck in an endless loop because i i like what they did you know you uh, you unlock each piece that you want to use as a costume and so then you pay like chump change of silver to actually do that and i 
think it unlocks for every character. Cadium can confirm or deny that for me. I Cadium don't know. just mentioned, except for account-wide costumes, which... Is that why you were doing that weird finger dance? To try yes, to because this is not mentioned in any of the Drop 5 stuff, <laughs> and it was not mentioned in any discussion. Apparently, account-wide costumes? What now? You can unlock oh. the I'm assuming account. that's for Yay. stuff like if you have the Highwayman costume from Beta. Uh, I don't okay. know. Like, I don't think if you unlock your Explorer costume, you can equip it on a non-Explorer. But oh, if you yeah. had an Explorer alt, maybe you could. And it's really cheap to do it. So the idea being, once it's in there, any skin you like, you can just pick and choose and then apply it to as many costumes as you want instead of having to buy, like, five pairs of Explorer boots because you want it on every costume that you have. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be so nice. I can't wait to try it out. And everything's <laughs> on PTR right now. So if you have time, you know, take the time, download PTR, give it a shot, go check everything out you can. Uh, I Mine is almost done downloading. I want to get to it this week and hopefully show some videos or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, as we get as we get a little further out and in, this Google Doc randomly popped up today or yesterday. And it's something about a Wildstar anniversary. Now, I completely forgot. We're only months away from Wildstar being a year old and not going free to play yet. Yay! It'll be the, the end of May, right? Uh, June, Why did you I hate you for mentioning June 3rd. That. I hate two people in this podcast. Oh, well, there's Indigo. I hate three people in this. I kind of hate myself. I hate all of us. <laughs> Can we move on? Thank you. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, June 3rd was early access? No, it was actually the release, if I'm not mistaken. So June 3rd, roughly, the first week of June, was uh, Wildstar's launch. So... Uh, there's a lot of this stuff is supposedly it's data mined. We don't know how much is there. Uh, something about a title being released to people who have been there that long. Something about a gizmo. Uh, some cool devices. Yeah, what is this? I don't understand. So basically this Google Doc is just like the column A has a random number in it. And then B has a bunch of other text. It, it looks like what it's got is I don't know what the number system is for. We're going to put the link for the for the docs into chat. I, I will put the link so and double link. For those of you who are listening and when you see them, when you hear the audio, there's two columns. One being a serial number on each on each cell, but then the next column has stuff like a title. And then there's a, a random one, like on the ninth row, it says Anniversary Dower. Anniversary yeah. Rouse Dower. <laughs> uh, it looks like there's probably some audio cues or some text cues from them. Maybe even yeah. a little story. Like one of them looks like a. Um, oh, it's an ID ID number for game files. So it's probably going to be text or voice files somewhere in there. Candle lighting. What does that mean? Maybe for housing. Summon dance position device. Anniversary dance position. Anniversary oh. Razdower, A title called oh, the Anniversarator. That says dance plosion, not dance position. <laughs> that I'm really excited better. to see whatever this is because I want to know what a dance plosion is. I, I want this awesome. to be like that flute, that little gadget that you could get in WoW that when you targeted other people with it would make them dance. I That'd want that cool. in my life again. Oh, it, there might be an emote because it says, okay, it says summon dance plosion device, anniversary dance plosion, and then below that it says you are exploding with dance. Doesn't that sound like that's something they'd write for an emote? Totally yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah. So maybe it'll be like the, so the choo-choo train in WoW. If you have a... Uh, anniversary level of like awesomeness with Wildstar. Like you've been there for X amount of time. You'll get a special emote. Total speculation. Don't hold me to that. Cause as, that's as we right do up well. my ass. I'm going to say the most interesting part of all of these ID numbers and files is the second to last one that just simply says Wildstar first annual anniversary loot box. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I hope it's full of transmats. 
boxes, and then they'll be full of trans. The same die for every single person that opens it, and then like one item that's just like click here, and then you click on it, and then your screen turns into an image of the Wild Star Dive Team just going "fuck you guys." <laughs> that's the placeholder. It's just for everybody. It's just it's just Frost. Frost last Harada Wild Star is just the placeholder file for the anniversary icon. Is just him going. That was the anniversary gift. I 100% take it and laugh. Now, uh, in, in our chat right now, Dasmus Gamer has said the anniversary dower is a pet. It, you can actually see it unskinned on the PTR right now. Yes. So if you get on the PTR before Drop 5 is announced, you can see an unfinished version of the anniversary rouse dower. And apparently, KDM has confirmed Transmat Transpounders for everyone! Yay! Yay! Just a confirmation. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah, yeah it. Uh, uh, boom boxes. No, yeah, April April Fool's Day is coming up as well. So maybe they've got something special that they haven't said yet because we haven't talked about April Fool's Day at all. Oh, no. Is April Fool's guys, Day coming up? That's true. They're going to make an April Fool's free to play announcement. They need to do I hope this. they do. Guys, no. Kate, just no. tell the team. Get on no. this. Troll everyone. Do it. <laughs> just get happy. Just get happy to make one very official statement. Just one line. We are now going free to play. Details to come. Why do you? <laughs> when when a troll like could potentially lead to you losing business. What are you doing with your mic, you weirdo? I threw uh, it up in the air. Because <laughs> I can't throw it on the ground. Sorry. You could. You'd just lose it forever. Anyways, please don't troll that way. That would suck. Um, and I believe on. there's a video of some of the pets that have been released on our Q Times Tumblr. Hmm, just saying. Yes, yes, which so you... I've posted before, and I will actually post a link directly to the video right now from Das Moose's YouTube page, uh, who is an official Q Times member, by the way, everyone. I, we should say Clover is too. I mean, we we didn't really say Clover. Clover is a, a, an official uh, Q Times member as well. Um, we we have we have quality quality contributors with a normal with a normal base behind us. Just what? Saying. Nothing. Never mind. What? Ignore me. <laughs> Ignore me. I'm going to continue this. We have right. one, one more one more a, bit. Of, that was an awkward moment, but all right. <laughs> I have one, one more bit of news I wanted to uh, show up, and it's a little bit of uh, self-aggrandizing because it just kind of happened to be there. Uh, as always, we like to announce when the Wildstar Community Magazine is out. Issue 6 is out. It came out this week, and luckily enough for them, they got first crack at uh, Invasion Nexus, which so kudos, guys. It's really cool to before even the announcements were dropped to open yeah. up the magazine and go, this shit is Invasion Nexus. <gasps> Drop 5! Oh! <laughs> and then page forty two, we got interviewed. No, no, was it, it was it me or did everyone else from Q Times at least uh, immediately go? Where's our stuff? Where's ours? Like I <laughs> like I, I I felt so bad because I went through it and I was like, oh, hey, we're in it. We made it on forty two. I was like, at yep. least it's not the last page. And I was like, <laughs> and then I was like going through it and I was like, I was like, oh wait, let me go through the rest of it. And I was like. Oh, there's other cool shit in here. Yeah, there's some with Patty and Donatelli, which uh, is awesome because yes. those two guys are super busy. And congratulations to those guys for getting to interview them. Yeah. yeah so if you want to see some really good quality stuff, they've rarely ever disappointed. I don't think they've disappointed anybody yet with their content. Go check out the Wildstar Community Magazine issue six. Uh, if you want to, re- if you want to read our article. Uh, it, we got interviewed. It was really cool. We had a nice little uh, email exchange 
with the magazine. So that was really, really fun. Thank you guys very much for including us in your magazine this week. And uh, we're going to start wrapping it up a little bit here because we're getting close to an hour. We want to try to be a little more punctual on it as people on MP3s aren't going, oh, my God, it's an hour 15 minutes. Oh, my God, it's an hour 36 minutes. Yeah. Why the fuck am I listening to this still? <laughs> uh, so go do that. Uh, Sunshine just saying, you want to come on, you're welcome to come on. Uh, I, I'm i actually glad no, Indigo. No, 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 no. I know you want to wrap it up, but stop. That's not how you say that. You say Sunshine. This this wait 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 right wait here, wait Cloverson, that's gonna be you someday whether you like it or not. Whoa! Right Whoa. There. No, I'm gonna stop you. <laughs> uh, excuse me, are you saying Sunshine doesn't want to be all this? No, what I'm saying is <laughs> choose your words carefully. Creepy. Choose your words that very carefully creepy. right now. That was creepy. Where Krug was saying uh, you're gonna be here whether you like it or not. That was the part I was correcting him. I don't know on. If you caught my words or like the way I was saying my words. I realized that right before I said it. <laughs> like I can't think of anything else to say in its place. I'm just gonna say that, and so I did. Yeah. Uh, so uh, with sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. So, so mm-hmm. sunshine is it, she. She came out, and I think she got permission to talk. And I know we've begged KDM to come on multiple, multiple times, and, and we've already we, we've already done Operation Pester. And, and I know time travels in this chat somewhere. He's hiding somewhere. He yeah, mentioned he popped in real quick and ran away. He's trolling. He's trolling. He's <laughs> always there when you want him. But, you know, I, hey, I got to be honest. I, I, I appreciate, even if they don't come on, uh, I appreciate the fact that Katie takes the ta- uh, time out of her day to actually join us and talk to us on here. I, 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 gr- I want to greatly appreciate that. I want to say that. Uh, time Travel, who stopped in here a couple times. This isn't his first time. Uh, also, really, really thank you guys for that. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, and absolutely. There's a couple other cool. Does. We have uh, other awesome community members coming on soon, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nifty's going to be joining us very soon. Nifty NG. So Nifty mm-hmm. Pawn on Twitch and Twitter, I believe, as well. This isn't the first she's hearing about that, right? No, this is not the first. We've talked about oh, it. Be- I talked to her before she left from Japan to move to the U.S. So, yes, we have talked about it, and I have poked her. We haven't we haven't concreted a date yet, but, yes, we have already talked to her about her coming on. And I believe Chestnut's joining us as well soon, too. Isn't it? That's new to me. Yes, I like <laughs> oh, no, Or is it Elias? <laughs> also new to me. Uh, I don't remember. Operation no, Pester is extending. But you want to come on and be like, I think this person's coming on soon. I don't know. <laughs> well, if we're uh, going to no, do that, we're... hey, Jazzy, you're in chat. When are you coming back on? <laughs> uh, I, I believe you, I believe you talked to DJ Malik today about coming on. I think that's who you Mr. mean. Mr. Quantum State Radio himself. Uh, he's uh, we, we talked to him a little bit. He's got some awesome rotations going on for, for Fade Fest. And Indigo can go suck it because he's sitting there going. And and I have I've asked Moose before, but he keeps saying, "Oh, you don't ask me." And I I would like to extend out to have Moose on the show as well. You guys make this game better. We're just sitting here talking. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, we're not like, doing. It's not that bad, Moose. Really, I've done this twice, and I'm still alive. Yeah, we we honestly didn't know Indigo if he was be able to talk a lot today. And Clover's like, "Dude, I'll totally fucking come on." And we're like, "Oh my god, yes!" Well, we love having Clover talking to her, so. Yay, I'm a cool kid. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let it go to your head. It doesn't mean much coming from us. <laughs> so we are going to start wrapping that up. And this yeah, has been yeah. episode 36 of Strange Tales from Outer Space. I'm going to rattle off our awesome list of uh, hosts tonight. So I am Doc. I have with me Indigo. Goodbye. Krug. Goodbye. Oh, my God. <sighs> and more importantly, last but not least... Thank you again, Clover, for coming on with us this week. Yay!
See ya. And anyone that is watching the VOD on our web, uh, on YouTube, please make sure to like, subscribe, and follow us, guys. Uh, All those thank good you things. Much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's going to be it for the uh, the live show portion. Everyone else, if I, I don't remember if we're going to be.